Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. This is Awesomers Podcast episode number 69, and all you have to do is go over to awesomers.com slash 69 to find the relevant show notes, details, and even a bonus link or two about what we are talking about in today's episode. And that episode is very interesting indeed today because we're joined by Victoria Mavis. And Victoria is a, an extraordinary magician and accomplished entrepreneur in, his, in her own right. Uh, and she actually, it's very interesting because she started in magic at the, at the very early age of four with a trick that her dad taught her. And then on her seventh birthday, she, she got her first magic set and started performing her first stage show. Now she's a well-known, uh, worldwide uh, known, by the way, magician. She hosts a podcast and she's written a book. So Victoria shares all kinds of really interesting things about you know, how to, to bring surprise and delight and magic into your mind, as she likes to call it, the magic mindset. And that helps you do improvisation. It helps you clear your mind and it helps you kind of add a little bit of fun and a little bit of excitement into your uh, daily uh, life instead of being stuck in the daily routine. So I found Victoria's uh, story very interesting and I know that you're going to really enjoy this origin story with Victoria Mavis right now. Hey everybody, Steve Simonson here. We're back on the awesomers.com podcast series and uh, today we have a very special guest, Victoria uh, Mavis. Now, am I getting that right, Victoria? Yes, you did perfectly fine. Okay, wonderful. Well, you know, sometimes my pronunciation is not awesomer, and that's why I like to just, you know, uh, I leave myself open for correction. So thank you for that, and thank you for joining us, by the way. Um, now, the audience has already had me read in your bio and learned a little bit about you from the top level, but maybe in your own words, you could share, you know, where you're living right now and kind of what takes up your time day to day. Sure, Steve. So I'm based in Munich in Germany at the moment, but traveling the world with my magic shows. And the magic performing is really the core of my business, but it is about to transform more and more into speaking events and sharing all my knowledge I gained through performing magic since I'm four years old to share that with people. Because Steve, you can imagine, so magic is the business of secrets and being a member of the magic circle, I have to keep all the secrets to myself, but it's not so easy. 
sometimes. So I found out another way to share things I have learned along the way that deal with our mindset, with our brain, with psychology, with influence to share that with people and teach them how to come up with the magician's mindset because as a magician we are living in the impossible on an everyday basis and it's about making the impossible possible and finding ways to do that and when you structure your brain and your thinking patterns in a specific way you can break free from normal and come up with them completely new solutions. I love it. Well, it's it's interesting you phrase it just like that because in uh, a couple of our businesses, we have said our mantra is we're in the business of solving impossible problems, right? And that's uh, certainly the the lens of magic to kind of uh, you know show what really is possible. I think is a fun way to look at it. So that's uh, very interesting to me. Uh, and as I recall, your book just came out. You have a, a book that just came out uh, recently. Uh, give us a, the title of that, and, and we'll put it in the show notes, but share a little bit about that uh, title and journey. Of course, Steve. So being a magician is a very passionate job, of course, to be able to do that. And so when I got in touch with podcasting, that was through a couple of coincidences. I really fell in love with that as well. and. I am a very passionate podcaster and there are a lot of similarities to being a magician on stage because you're creating a show. It's almost like having your own TV show or radio show or talk show or a combination of all of that. And you are about to come up with content that is interesting, but also in a form entertaining so that people stay with you. And my life changed on a really big scale since I've started my podcast. So only thanks podcasting, I'm about now to get my own TV series worldwide because I talked to a LA producer on my podcast. So there are endless possibilities and this is why the subtitle of my book is Unleash Endless Possibilities. And uh, I felt just the calling that I have to write this book with all my enthusiasm to get people into podcasting and show them the world that awaits them behind the magic door of starting your own show. I love it. Well, and the, the book title, by the way, How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, we'll make sure we get that uh, in the show notes because, well, first of all, I'm going to buy it uh, because uh, podcasting uh, is very important to me. I've listened to podcasts for years. That's about my only qualification for hosting a podcast. Uh, but it turns out uh, being a business so long, uh, some people uh, want to hear what I have to say. So who knew? But uh, I, I love that passion. I love that experience. Uh, but let's. I, I, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into your uh, what I call the origin story, some of your deep background to kind of understand how did magic start showing up at four years old. I'm very intrigued. So we're going to do that right after this. Empowering. The name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network, a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do, because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Okay, we're back, everybody. Steve Simonson joined by Victoria Mavis, and we're talking about a little bit about podcasting, a little bit about magic, but we're going to get right into the origin story because that's where I think a lot of the, the interesting facts uh, start to lay out. And so tell us, uh, Victoria, where were you born? 
Yes, Steve. So you're very curious and you would like to dive deep. I got that already. So that says that you are a great hoster, <laughs> really providing all your audience with this information. Yeah, I had I came in, in contact with magic when I was four years old and it was a, a friend of my father who showed me the first trick to make my thumb disappear. And that was actually all I could accomplish at four years old with my small hands. And I started in kindergarten to show everyone like hundred times, also my parents at home. And my mother watched all of that. And so I got a magic kit at the age of seven. And that was also the time where I had my first show uh, my magic show and uh, yeah i learned so much about performing and building all that up because i think when you're an entrepreneur it's also that you have to spend time alone be very focused very disciplined in what you are doing and creating something and make it perfect until or before you share it with the world and this is why i think all this approach around magic and being a magician, creating illusions, creating entertainment, and also leading this business in show business behind the time on stage, that there is something, there is a lot of things you can learn as an entrepreneur from that perspective. Well, without a doubt, you know, the entrepreneurs often overlook this idea that, you know, engaging their customer, engaging their audience should involve the concepts like, hey, more, more than just being polite, what if they were entertained? And uh, the, the CEO of Rakuten, uh, his name is Mickey, uh, I forget his last name, uh, but a very brilliant Japanese billionaire who built this company you know, from the ground up, and it's been about 20 years, but he's, he specifically says shopping is entertainment, or it should be anyway. And I, I think that the idea of you know, have, making something more fun, having some surprises, ultimately that's what magic is to me, it's a surprise ending, right? You don't know what's coming. Even when you were four and, and that thumb disappeared, that was a surprise to your, your uh, audience in that case. And I suppose that, that those lessons are still highly translatable to entrepreneurs today. Absolutely, Steve. And I think it is like people love entertainment. So they spend so much money for entertainment and it's easy to spend like two to $500 for a ticket for a concert. And people do that, but then when it comes to investing in themselves, they fell short and say, oh, I can't afford that, I can't do that, whether it's seminars or books or online courses or whatever. But I think the biggest investment you can do is really invest in yourself. And from the entrepreneur's standpoint, you are the winner when you are able to combine your information with entertainment because people love entertainment and then it's just perfect or when you're in the business of your education and coaching it's the same when you bring in this entertainment component it changes everything it's really a game changer and this is when you look at events of like Anthony Robbins he does that on a very good scale because he yeah he educates people he teaches them but he brings in so much entertainment with lights with sound with with dancing with everything that is going on so people have the feeling they also buy entertainment they don't just sit down and get information and i think that's it and you mentioned it right steve that people love surprises and when they don't know what's happening next so that is also what makes life so exciting 
Well, it is much more exciting when you have that little little opportunity for delight. You know, even after the the so-called customer experience is over, if if the customer just has a little surprise in the end, boy, it can really be uh, very important. Now, I'm curious. Uh, you said that your dad taught you magic. Uh, started out at the four, and then they got you the the kid at seven. Any was there magical inclinations with your parents or your siblings? Not really. So the funny story is that my father got my mother in the end or when they met, when they dated, he performed some magic with a chewing gum paper that got hot in her hands. So that was his uh, biggest trick at that time. But he never made it into really performing. And I was about to take on and live his dream doing that. And he was a school director, so really living a completely different life. And so in the beginning, very suspicious when I said I'm going to turn pro and being a professional magician now and this is also I think a big reason why I got two academic degrees before I jumped into this unknown field but the thing is Steve and I'm sure you do agree with that that the magic happens at the end of your comfort zone and especially being an entrepreneur because you have to deal with the unknown on almost a daily basis because you never know what's going to happen next and everything can happen so you meet someone new and everything can change. So, so many new opportunities can open up or yeah, you start a podcast and you never know. There's, there has to be just one person in the world listening to your podcast and it can change your business completely. Yeah, it is a fascinating thing. I, I do find it very interesting. I'm sure that you know every parent's dream is that their, their child comes and says, hey, I'm gonna be a professional magician. And, you know, parent, especially in the education field, are like, oh, come on, you're killing me here. So it sounds like you went to university and still got a couple degrees, but really your passion was still to, to dive right into that magic uh, business as a, as a true professional. Yes, it was. But I'm actually very happy that I did go to university and uh, get my degrees because it also helped me in thinking, in learning. And I got my first degree in economics and did my master's of arts than in filming and that of course helps now to bring magic into tv and filming because i know how everything works together and i think that everything in life happens for a reason and the thing is you can only look backwards and connect the dots it doesn't work forward and this is an interesting thing so i'm happy that i have this foundation and especially when i do magic show for big companies it's really good especially in germany in europe europe to have this degree so i mean it's just paper but I don't know. It makes you a different person. And uh, I know it's different in the United States. And there it's more about passion and more about the American dream. And also, yeah, being an entrepreneur. And I love to combine this being a performer, but also being an entrepreneur and being an author now, being on stage, entertaining people and educating them, as well as inspiring them into the unknown, into leaving the comfort zone and coming up with brand new ideas. Yeah, it is a fascinating, I mean, you've got quite a resume going, not just the education, which is impressive. And I, it's probably kind of fun to see somebody with an economics degree and Bachelor of Arts and all, you know, all this substantial education, They're like, hey, and, uh, you know, she's right up there on stage, she's going to do some uh, illusions for us. And, you know, people are like, wow, you know, that, that's a pretty amazing thing. Now you've added author and you have obviously podcaster, so extraordinary background. 
Um, once you completed that university, did you have a first job, you know, a, a traditional proper job that uh, you care to share with us? Sure. I went this road down as well, of course. So I worked for a big TV broadcaster or at least uh, several of them in Germany. And I've been to the film set there as well. But then it felt so boring in this huge company to be just like a number and I couldn't change anything. And it went like that I've flown to magic shows in the evening and back at night to be again in the office in the next morning. So that was crazy. And talking about focus and eliminating distractions, that doesn't work. So you have to channel your energy to one thing and you have to make the decision. And we are the sum of all the decisions we make. And the thing is, every decision we made so far led us to exactly the moment we are right now and that you, Steve, and I have this interview now so that is pretty amazing and I also went to uh, Hollywood and did an internship there I it was my big dream to stay there but at that time didn't work and now I'm glad it didn't so because I got on a new track and doing with it with magic and uh, making everything bigger and getting a new approach on it but I yeah learned the other way, so how it's working in an office from nine to five. And now I'm also sure that that is not my life. So I'm an entrepreneur. I lo love the freedom and I love that I can choose where to work, when to work and with whom to work, because I think that are really the biggest assets. Well, that's a really good summary of freedom right there. And, uh, and I also, you know, I think a lot of us identify with this idea, not just with the freedom outcome, but you know, the, the idea that, you know, we, we don't want to be just that number sitting in the office. We want to figure out how to make a difference. And, and what a rigorous schedule, you know, to fly at night to a show and then obviously fly back and then be ready for work tomorrow. That, that, you know, that is really a crazy schedule. And I especially want to remind the awesomers out there listening, you know, when Victoria talks about, you know, we are today the result of all our prior decisions, that is such an important point. And, and it's such a, a often overlooked point, right? Too many times, and awesomers don't do this, but uh, you know, a lot of normies out there will say, hey, uh, this happened to me, or that politician is creating this problem for me. And it's like, you know, forget all of that, just get control and, and remember that our decisions, our actions today will lead to, to that future, whatever we want it to be. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, how about, was there any defining moment kind of from your education and and that first job, was there any defining moment where you just decided, I'm going all in on the entrepreneur stuff, the magic stuff? Yeah, of course, Steve, there were. So it's always, maybe you know that when we make, we don't make the decision, life uh, helps us to do it. And when we look at film, there's the, the hero's journey. So uh, from Joseph Campbell, who found out that every story and every film has that as a basis. So the hero does that journey and comes full circle then, so gets into a new world. And in the beginning, the hero doesn't want to go, doesn't want to leave the comfort zone, everything he's knowing. And then there comes this call to adventure and he still refuses and the call to adventure Adventure comes again or another person comes to help and kick him out of the comfort zone and it went like that so I played with this thought for a long time but I know there was my father in the background and I knew he would say that I'm crazy when I tell him hey I'm gonna go to be a professional magician now so 
I was really, I had this inner fight and I think a lot of people becoming an entrepreneur can relate to that, how it feels like uh, when you are trapped between security, what is just an illusion, but having the security and then going all in and you could lose all your chips. So I made the decision then when I unfortunately lost my mother. So it was just a few days before Christmas and she passed away. And then when I was there in the hospital and saw her, I thought to myself, in this situation, you don't think of the things you risked in your life. You more regret the risks you haven't taken. And so I made it clear. I left this, the hospital and I was sure it was the last time I have seen her. And I thought, I thought to myself, I am going to go in, go all in because I can go back. I, I have my degrees, no problem, but everything on red, I just do it. And I never looked back since that time. Wow. It's a gripping story. And, and a lot of people can identify with this uh, idea that you know you're you're being pulled more than one direction, and something kind of puts you over the tipping point. I, I, it is uh, one of the things that you said is particularly insightful is this idea that stability is the illusion, right? Uh, talk about magic tricks, right? That working for the big uh, company or whatever that's that's also kind of an illusion because uh, you, you you're not in control, you don't know what's going to happen. And even though you could lose all your chips by going off and doing your own thing, at least you have some sense of control. Uh, even if it doesn't go well, you just, you know, pick up whatever chips may be left and try again or, you know, uh, go to plan B. But, uh, Matt, fascinating. I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that story. Um, was, there, was there ever a time along your journey where you wanted to give up and you said, you know, this is harder than I wanted it to be. I should uh, just go back to you know, back to the Hollywood studios or the studios in Germany and, and just work in the office again? Oh, yes. I mean, I think you have this struggle in whatever job or company you pick or whatever you create. So I never thought of going back into the office, but sure, there was a thing where I picked the wrong agency and I lost a lot of money and also energy there. And I knew by intuition that it wasn't the right decision. And this is why from now on, I just go with my intuition. And this is just a good advice, I think, for anyone, especially in the business field to go with that, because it's so important on the people you collaborate with. And Napoleon Hill talks about that in his book uh, think and grow rich already so that just makes a huge difference so who you surround yourself with and especially when it comes to business because then these people also yeah have a part of your responsibility and also kind of also control what you do especially in my field so they started to control what I do what I had to wear and all that and I, I knew again that felt something like office again and I knew I had to get out of the contract with lawyers so but really a tough faces of course and I think just as well these things make us stronger and you evolve around that and this is also something even when it's negative, but it can push you to another level because you have to learn new things. You have to find a way out. Maybe you get a coach or mentor because you are so stuck in your situation. You can't see the exit and a mentor would be like on a mountain and just watching you from above and say, hey, just go right and left and you are out. And so that helped me. It also drove me then into podcasting because I needed something for my mind 
mind to create and also to give me the feeling that I'm in control. I control the content. I control the guests and everything. So it really helped to bring also the magic back after that, this negative experiences. Boy, I can, uh, I can sure relate. And I want to just drive this point home for awesomers. You know, Victoria just said, you know, her intuition was telling her that it wasn't the right deal. But often we, we, we subordinate our, our instincts when we think, well, they're, they're bigger, they're smarter, they've been around, they have this experience. But when it doesn't feel right, um, or when your spidey sense is tingling, or the intuition is telling you this isn't right, you know, your guts, you got to trust your guts. And even if you can't articulate the reason, I would highly recommend uh, sticking with your gut instinct. And I've more than one time went against my gut trying to say, well, these other people are better, smarter, faster, whatever. And most often I've regretted that, uh, that decision. So that's point number one, which I think is really, really important. The other point is when, when, it, when it goes wrong, it's not just your time, it's not just your money that gets wasted, but the energy vampires, really, they, that could be just catastrophic for your mental health. Um, when somebody's taking your energy or they just, they're just sucking the life out of you like a vampire would, that's it's not everybody talks about it, but boy, it sure is a big factor. Did you, did you, Victoria, find that this was a factor for you when they would tell you to change this or change that? Did it just drain you? Yeah. Oh yeah. So much. And you know what, Steve, I think it's also when it comes to intuition that we get signs and our mind is so busy. So we don't listen to it or it's like the channel is blocked because all the information is coming in. There are 11 million bits of information. We are processing it every second, but we are only aware of around 40 of them. Everything else goes into our subconscious mind. And so if we would pay attention, we would get all the signals. And in my case with this agency, it was really strong because I was at home and uh, walking the, the floor and I had a mirror there and I was like five feet away and the mirror dropped and splittered into like a thousand pieces there. And that was so scary because I wasn't anywhere near and I thought, hmm, I mean, this is no good sign. So everyone knows the saying when a mirror uh, breaks and I don't want to go into this. It was just like strange. And then also I was just about to sign the contract and I was so sure it's wrong, but they... Had, they did so much pressure on me to do it because they were smelling all this money they could get on a very easy basis there. And I was about to sign it and I, I was on tour and you know what? The engine of my car didn't work. So I tried, I tried, I tried again and no problem so far. But that day, just with the contract in hand, the engine didn't, this, uh, didn't start. And I mean, now looking backwards, it was so clear, but I was so, okay, I have to do that. I have to do that. I'm going to do that. There's no other way I have to do it. And yeah, ended up like costing me a lot of money. And as you mentioned, especially energy. And this is something I think that we have to protect really, because everything is energy and everything we are doing consumes energy. And we really need the energy to come up with great things. But when it's sucked out of us, it can be really tough. 
Well, and it's tough to replenish as well. I totally agree with you. Gosh, it sounds like all the signals were were flying at you. You got the mirrors, the car breaking down. I I suppose we could have thrown threw a black cat in there for you to try to tell you <laughs> not to sign, but uh, the message just didn't get through. That's an important lesson, uh, and a lesson I think a lot of us identify with. I certainly do. Uh, more than one time, I've gone against my my intuition or my gut instinct, and regretted it later. Um, that's one of my axioms that I call. Uh, I'm getting tired of being right all the time. Uh, I'm tired of it, especially when I don't follow my instinct. <laughs> uh, it's a hard <laughs> lesson learned. So uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the future. We're going to talk a, a little bit about this, uh, the new book and, and some more about this magic because it's fascinating to, to see how you know, a magic business works and, and going around touring the world and, and your new TV show and everything. So we're going to do that right after this break. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Okay, here we are back again, everybody. Steve Simonson on the Awesomers.com podcast, joined today again by Victoria. And we're talking about magic. We're talking about uh, black cats and broken mirrors. We got some really good stuff happening. And uh, But I want to dive into uh, a little bit about what you're doing today before we hit the future, Victoria. Um, we talked about in the beginning of the episode how podcasting could change your life um, and subtitled Unleash Endless Possibilities. This is a new book that you've just released. Can you tell us what gave you the instinct or what gave you the um, incentive to write this book? Yeah, because I made so many great experiences having all these great guests on my show, like New York Times bestseller authors. And I think a lot of people I wouldn't have got in contact otherwise without having the podcast. And I thought, hmm, there is so much magic in it. And I really would like to inspire people to do that. And I wrote the book under JSR, so my real name, not Victoria Mavis in that case. Uh, not that you're confused by uh, looking it up on Amazon. And uh, yeah, when I had this idea, I found out it was also by accident about podcast movement. And uh, I'm sure you know, Steve, it's the biggest podcast event in the world uh, so far. And I just had a feeling I have to go there. So it was kind of crazy. It came to me in the middle of the night and I just saw a very small advertisement on one website. I can't remember where it was. And I just thought, what is that? So I'd never heard of that before. It was like six, week, six weeks after I got into podcasting. So I wrote to Jared, who is one of the organizers, hey, I could come out and perform some magic and also do a session there for you. And he agreed. So nice. I was sure, yeah, I have to be there. So I flew out from Munich to Philadelphia, where it was this year, 2018. And I performed magic there. It was just great. So fantastic people were 2,500 attendees. And I also gave a session on uh, where to find guests for your podcast and uh, how the best tricks to, to make them say yes. Because as I said, I learned everything here in magic because in magic, it's also about communication. So when you got people on stage to help you in an illusion, you only have like split seconds to 
decide if this person in the audience is going to work on stage or not. And this is also where intuition kicks in, because when you pick the wrong person, everything can go wrong. And you know it's life, so it's not TV. You can't do it again. It's just life, and it happens as it happens. And yeah, so that is that I had good tools that helped me to get great guests for my podcast and also to do these interviews. And it's really about that when we change the patterns of our communication, we change our reality. Because you know, Steve, it's said the magic words. So abracadabra, and only a few people know what that means. And it actually means I create as I speak. It says that our words are very powerful. Our words hold power. And this is also true for podcasting, obviously. And when you podcast, the message message goes directly into your brain. And from magic, I learned hypnosis. So I know pretty good how to influence people and get them to do what I want. I mean, in a good way for entertainment purpose only, I don't make them things they don't want to do. But I think this is also something to keep in mind to decide very wisely what you're going to say. And it's also about the inner self-talk. So everything you're telling yourself on a daily basis will have a huge impact on your mindset and whether you will be successful in your business or not. Yeah, boy, I thought it's such an important point. Um, and if uh, since we talked about hypnosis, if the audience hears me start clucking like a chicken, you'll know that uh, that I'm under the uh, spell uh, easily. Uh, I've I, I've definitely find this this idea of you know the show business and and uh, magic and and you know all of it to be really just instructive about how you interact. You know, from stage, you're just telling a story or you're engaging an audience, and that's not that different than a marketer, right? You're trying to kind of interrupt them you're trying to entertain them or at least get them to pay attention to you and you're more likely to pay attention longer if it is a combination of education and entertainment is that kind of your founding philosophy of how all this stuff merges together yeah, kind of. So my focus is really on mindset. And uh, when I work with people and coach them or with companies to learn them more, the mindset and how it works together, there are a lot of strategies that play in. It's also around environment because it's very important where you work and also for the creative part because coming up with magic ideas, I really have to come up with complete, completely new approaches. And when I do that, I change my environment completely. So I go to a place, best case, a place I have never been before because that way I can make sure that my mind is triggered with so many new things and can come up with new combinations. And also keep in mind that input equals output. So whatever you put in your mind, your mind will process like a computer and come up with the, uh, the, the results for it. So it's also that the best results come up when you do something completely different. And maybe, Steve, you have also tried that before, like sitting on your desk and putting a lot of pressure on yourself to come up with an idea now. So that doesn't work. There is no magic involved in that. You really have to do something with it. And it's a combination of the mindset and the environment that works best to really create magical results for your business. 
Boy, I think that's such good advice. You know, uh, so often, especially when we're in that day-to-day, uh, I don't want to call it a grind, but just day-to-day routine, we'll say. And e- even entrepreneurs end up finding some sort of routine, right? They're like, you know, this day, that day, and throughout the day, you're going to find some patterns of repetition. And without breaking the pattern by going to new locations it's, it's, or, or you know, introducing other people to the equation, it's hard to get that creativity. And I, I definitely find that, you know, I used to write articles on cruise ships. I would just go on a cruise for a week because it was much easier for me to write on a cruise ship than it was in my office. And that's just because of all those inputs you were talking about. Everything's new and the synapses are firing different pathways. And for me, that's, the, you know, creativity comes from kind of uh, seeing new things and movement and, and uh, those types of things. Uh, boy, I think that's a very insightful piece. Is this uh, something that you have found to be helpful to you as you travel around the world? You get more and more ideas? Oh, yeah. I get the best ideas when I'm really in a new place. And you mentioned something really good, Steve, with the patterns. And when I do a speaking gig for a company or or at a conference around this mindset topic and uh, how a magician would approach this business thing or maybe a plateau in business and how to break through. So this is really where I can help people with that. And I open this speech with pattern interrupt. So I have a special video to get people out of their routine and their routine thinking. And it's also, you can use this against yourself in like tricking yourself because maybe you know that Steve, so I'm really a big fan of chocolate. This is one of the few things I miss when I'm in the United States because the chocolate is not that good over there. So you have great burgers, but here in Germany and Switzerland, we definitely have the better chocolate. So I I really love (laughs) eating them. And then there's a thing, you know, when you have chocolate in your environment, you will eat it. So the first trick is to remove it from your environment because then you can't eat it. But when you have one there, there's also a clever trick to trick yourself. When you feel the desire to eat the chocolate, you could do like... 20 sit-ups and this will already interrupt the thought pattern you have the desire you want to have the chocolate and very likely after that you won't feel this strong need to eat it because you are on a different course and of course it works with everything in business so you can interrupt yourself on purpose and like save yourself from self-sabotage mechanism I love that. That's a very good uh, 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 trick uh, because <laughs> uh, especially in hotel rooms, when chocolate just shows up unsolicited, it's really hard <laughs> for me to look away from it. And it just sits there on the nightstand staring at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, if I had to do sit-ups or if I made that my interrupt, uh, I would definitely have the abs of steel uh, by now uh, with all the yeah. chocolate delivery. And I think, uh, Steve, there comes the magician out in you because you can make the chocolate disappear, I guess. Uh, you know I can. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't <laughs> even matter how much they deliver. I can always make it disappear. Um, <laughs> so I'm fascinated by this. I, I like this idea of pattern interruption. I definitely support and completely agree with you in terms of the, the mindset. You know, uh, In the computer programming space, when I started as a kid, we learned an acronym, and it was G-I-G-O, GIGO. And what it means is garbage in, garbage out. And I think this has to do with mental wellness, physical wellness, whatever, you know, whatever your inputs are, 
that's your outputs. And you talked about that earlier. And I, I couldn't agree more with you. I think that's absolutely, absolutely right. So uh, I tell you what, uh, I, I want to get a prediction from you. As we, as we fly up kind of the 30,000 foot view, how do you see, you know, maybe it's your own TV show or the collaboration, but how do you see kind of the, the magic and the entrepreneurial businesses? How do you see all that kind of going together, whether or not they, they collide or collaborate? How do you see those things changing over the next five years, if at all? Yeah, well, I think uh, I have a big focus on this TV show because this was always my dream to bring together my film studies and the magic. And so being able to spread the magic without being as person on stage, because, you know, that was the biggest issue by just being a magician. I could all only make money by being in person on stage. And now I'm looking at the other end of the spectrum where you could automate things. And it's really that they say systems run your business. So, but there was no way to tell someone else, Hey, you do the show for me tonight. So I had to do it myself and I still do, of course, but I was just looking to another field and how I can create a bigger impact uh, worldwide with not that much energy, like doing it once, building this asset and this thing can work for me then. And this is the thing with the TV show where I put all my energy at the moment to create the episodes of the first season because we agreed that every episode will be completely different, inspiring, also telling magic stories and give you some background information, also inspiration, things to learn. And I'm also more focused, as I said, on uh, being a speaker on stage, like sharing my knowledge in psychology, being an author around podcasting mindset and do that. And I think that's two separate worlds that enrich each other, but also can just stand alone. And as I said, so it's about creating this TV product project once and then seeing how it goes to produce maybe the second and third season but then yeah doing this and also being still live on stage because I grew up with that and I just love it to be there and it's also different it's when you compare doing stage magic and close-up magic what I both do so both worlds require completely different skill sets and I think it's also true for entrepreneurs that it keeps your mind awake and yourself lively when you are involved in different things because when you're just only focused on one thing I mean it depends on the field it could be good but I think it brings in a lot more value when you are doing different things, different projects, and like dealing with your energy in a right way. So you have different people and yeah, you, you are still, you are always on the spot. So you ha have to act, you have to be aware and conscious, be present. And I think this is also a great value for being an entrepreneur. No, no doubt it is. Uh, you know, there's so much in there that is of value and and I know that the awesomers listen at home, I've really appreciated hearing kind of a little bit about your story and also, you know, being, uh, get the, the mindset checkup a, a little bit because we often will find ourselves getting stuck in the, the rhythm, right? We get stuck in our own pattern and without having that opportunity to, to break out of that pattern, you know, it does get boring and, and there, there can be things that are just like, uh, you know, where, where's the next thing that will get me interested and I, I definitely, uh, I'm very impressed and blown away by all the things you're able to do. But I love the idea of leverage, right? You're saying, hey, with this TV show, 
I can do the shows and then I've got this asset that will keep, you know, helping educate and keep spreading the, the mission I feel important without me physically having to be there, which it's hard to scale you everywhere at all times, I would imagine. Yeah, and I was really long stuck with that and also in my mindset and I thought, how can I do that? I can like do, sometimes I did three shows an evening, but then we are again back, Steve, with the energy thing. It sucks you out because when you are on stage, you have to give 100% of yourself and people will feel the energy. And after three shows, you're kind of dead for that moment and also with your voice. So I thought, this is not the way this is gonna go. And I was looking for new opportunities, new options. And as I said, it's about shifting your mindset. And whenever you learn something new, you mentioned also the synapses uh, before in our brain. So when we learn something new, we will immediately see new things because so far we only see what we know because our brain thinks in these patterns. And this is where the magic comes in and also why magic is working. Because I can show you something, Steve, directly in front of you with close-up magic and you wouldn't see the secret even if it was just in front of your face but, face, but you don't know this magic tool I'm using, so you can't see it anyway. Yeah, that's totally right. Uh, I've been to like the Magic Castle in uh, the Los Angeles area around Hollywood, and the close-up magic there, even the stage magic there, they always get me. I never know what's going on. Uh, I, I think magic is a very uh, intriguing and a very important you know, part of the entertainment spectrum. And it's, it's, it's no surprise to me, but it may be to others that it just continues to be such a powerful draw to people. And that's because people like to be surprised. They like to be delighted. And when I have those close-up magic people, you know, make things disappear or bend things or whatever they're doing, it's, it's you know, it just, my brain is, is happy when I see surprises like that. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And it also expands your mind. And I, as I said, when you learn this magician's mindset, it will as well expand your mind. And, you know, we, we just see also what we believe and we've built all these beliefs. And from hypnosis, you learn that until the age of seven, you are like in a constant trance, meaning everything that is going around you will have a really deep impact on your subconscious mind and will influence influence you maybe for the rest of your life so it's about to change those things and this is why there's also this magical as aspect when it comes to hypnosis because like trauma that happens in seconds most of the time like being afraid of heights or whatever so it just takes seconds for your brain and then it will last there for 30 years or something and the good thing is with hypnosis you are also able to solve that in seconds when you do it right because it just took seconds to get up and you can resolve it the same way and this is why i'm so fascinated with our mind and brain and everything that is going on there and what we can change and as i said then it's really that people become as i like to call the mind magicians themselves because when they understand how everything plays together in our mind they can consciously create the reality reality they would like to have I love it. Yeah, I like that idea of mind magicians. That's pretty good stuff. Um, Victoria, it's been excellent having you on board today. And I've certainly uh, learned a lot. I love the story. I love the background. Uh, any final words you care to leave with the awesomers out there listening? 
Yeah, so you heard about the book. Uh, I'm happy when you check it out and uh, leave me a review. There's a lot of magic in the book, uh, podcasting magic, of course. And yeah, the last words, I think, uh, quote I really love is, every adventure is just one decision away. Oh, I like that. Very nice, very nice. Uh, and awesomers out there, well, once you grab up that book, How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, Unleash Endless Possibilities, we know we're going to leave a review because that's what we do. We pay it forward. And we like reviews on our products, on our websites, on our services, etc. And so we also leave reviews because we are not just takers, we're makers. So uh, we'll definitely get on that for you, Victoria. Appreciate uh, having you on today. And uh, Osmers out there listening, we'll be right back after this. Hey, Amazon Marketplace professionals, this is Parsimony ERP, and we get one question over and over. Can you please tell me exactly what Parsimony does? Well, we'll try, but this is only a 30-second spot, so we're going to have to hurry. Connect to your Seller Central account and pull all the new orders. Enter the orders with all customer data. Enter all of the Amazon fees and charges. Store them at the item level. Generate profit and loss reports at the SKU level. Automatically generate income statements. Handle multiple companies. Handle multiple brands. Handle multiple currencies. Facilitate budgets and forecasts. Store all customer interactions in a sophisticated CRM system. Manage your supply chain. Budget and task management. Maintain an audit log. Hey, you get it. That's parsimony, P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y dot com. Parsimony dot com. We've got that. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. Oh, what a fun time. Uh, Victoria was very kind to call in from Germany late at night and and join us for a very revealing episode, not just a about the parts of her life that were, were very interesting, which includes kind of that paradox of lots of education but also a quest for entrepreneurship, um, or is it entrepreneurship? I don't know how, how to say it. Uh, but the, the fact that you know she's so well educated at you know her parents' insistence and, and really you know some of her father's background, but she followed her dream nonetheless. And even though the, there's this general idea of you know oh I can always fall back on this or that, she really has no intention of falling back. She's completely all in. And she talked about in her book, How Podcasting Could Change Your Life, you know, some of these lessons learned. And, and that's a book that I've already uh, placed an order on Amazon, and I'm going to get on there, read it, and then leave her a nice review. And I certainly hope that you'll do the same. If you're interested in understanding how podcasting works and maybe what it can do for you or your business, uh, it's, it's definitely something that you should consider. Uh, I like the, the general principle of adding magic to your mindset. And considering a little bit of a differentiation. You know, how can you do things different? How can you surprise and delight your customer? You don't have to do close-up magic per se, right? That's the, that's leave that up to the pros. But is there a way you can delight your customer and surprise them? Is there something you can do? And the answer is yes. It's always yes. The question is, how do you decide to do it? How do you proceed with it? And that is, you know, part of the lessons that I hope you were able to try to get a, you know, suss out just a little bit in today's episode. Now, again, this is podcast episode number 69 from awesomers.com. Uh, our podcast series uh, is really growing. And I hope that you will go to awesomers.com slash 69 to grab some of the links and show notes and things like that that we've discussed here today. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers Podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. 
Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Osmers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.